Hi, this is Patty, your astrologer, coming to you again from my home office. And today we're talking about the total solar eclipse that is coming in a few days on December 14th. It will be visible in South America, not here. So, the eclipse will be in the sign of Sagittarius. This means the sun and the moon are together or conjunct up in the sky. And right behind them, as far as the chart is concerned, is Mercury in Sagittarius and the south node in Sagittarius. So, Sagittarius will be the sign that will be activated by this eclipse. And wherever Sagittarius is in your chart, at this degree, you will have a little bit of activity. We know that eclipses are triggers. If you already have something happening in your chart where a planet is having a relationship with one of your planets or the ascendant or the midheaven, then this comes along, the eclipse triggers it as if you don't have enough happening. The degree is interesting. The sun and the moon are at 23 degrees of Sagittarius. Now some of you in my class have Planets at 22 or 23 degrees in any sign. And I do too. And we have been having stressful and challenging situations uh, with all year. It's been a year to a year and a half. Because transiting Pluto is also at 23 degrees. Aside from being it being a pandemic planet, it's not actually related to the eclipse because they're too close together. So any of you that have a 22 or a 23 degree planet or point in your chart, just realize that this December 14th eclipse is going to trigger it. If your planets happen to be in the sign of Aries or Leo, very good. If your planets happen to be in the sign of um, Scorpio, neutral. In the sign of Capricorn, depends. 23 degrees, if you are a Capricorn and you have a 23 degree uh, planet in your chart, Pluto is busy. So if you're a Capricorn, the, the eclipse is not doing anything, but Pluto may be. And so is Jupiter and Saturn. Now, something good with this eclipse, Mercury is at 20 degrees of Sagittarius. Mars is at 20 degrees of Aries. This indicates we should be having some good news of some kind. A new start, something new is succeeding. Uh, you, we're hearing good news about it. The press should be uh, happy and have happy news. Also in the eclipse, for those of you who have a copy of the chart, you'll see over to the right of the Sagittarius planets, Venus is in the sign of Scorpio at 28 degrees. She is making a very nice relationship to the pandemic, Jupiter in Capricorn at 28 degrees and this means there is an opportunity and I think this will be twofold one as far as the pandemic and the uh, vaccine is concerned this is an opportunity for a more rollout the um, invest not the investigators the um, scientists have perfected things and it should be should be an opportunity for, in the United States 
for more vaccines. The only other thing we have in the eclipse to be worried about is Neptune is at 18 degrees of Pisces and it is in a stressful relationship with the North and the South Node, continuing its situation of trying to confuse everything. We know that with the news and the situations going on that there are uh, stressful vague, incomplete, or outright not true things happening, and this will, this will continue for a little bit, but not too much. So that is the eclipse. Now, the pandemic planets are still in Capricorn, so that means that cancer people are still dealing uh, with rela- possibly relationship situations, And Aries and Libra are still dealing with stressful situations that could be related either to family or job. But the eclipse itself is very nice. This portends good things. Now what I'd like to do now is tell you about the eclipse and the United States chart. The eclipse is happening in the first house of the United States chart. This means the eclipse should be triggering action. Some kind of action, the breaking of a logjam, where it's causing the, the lawmakers and the laws themselves to have to be adjusted and make a change. The Mars over here, since Mars is well related with the eclipse, what is Mars doing to the United States chart? It is in a beautiful relationship of triggering self-confidence with the population. This is what we think this is going to happen with the eclipse itself. Now, Jupiter in the pandemic sign, in that cluster of pandemic, has just moved. It's just left a very intense relationship with another pandemic planet. So again, we're seeing where when the eclipse comes on the 14th, things are starting to wane out and be a little better. Be a little better. Now let's take a look at the President Trump's chart with the eclipse. A little different story here. The eclipse itself is clustered in President Trump's house, fourth house of his house and home. Now, he has two. One is the White House, and one is uh, the Florida one, where he has made physical, legal residence at that Florida residence. And his wife is busy moving things and getting taking things uh, down there. But with the Eclipse is just sitting right on President Trump's moon and and south node within a degree. Endings. This indicates endings of something. And the focus is on him creating a new career. We have covered this in previous uh, communications. The Mars that we're concentrating on up here at 20 degrees of Aries is in a nice relationship with his north and south node, indicating that there is an oper- a good opportunity for him to be creating a new career. 
Mars in the eclipse chart is also in a very nice relationship with President Trump's NATO Mars, which is hidden away in the 12th house, meaning that some activities that President Trump does, we don't know about, that he keeps them behind the scenes. So what is happening here is we think collectively, astrologers, me, I don't say why I am saying we, it looks like he is in activities of making himself not only a new career with the opportunity, but he is making himself money. There's good money here, opportunities for him to be earning or getting money. So that, but I'm going to reemphasize that possibly leaving the White House. It is evident but he, he might be accepting that he is leaving the White House. Now let's look at Joe Biden's uh, chart with the eclipse. Make sure I have his chart yet. In Joe Biden's chart, the eclipse itself, those four planets, are in Joe Biden's first house. This means new activity. He's catalyzed, he's energized, new activity, uh, new things going on. Um, now I want to look at if Mars is doing anything, since we're concentrating on Mars here, is Mars aspecting or making a relationship with any of his natal planets? Not directly. Not directly. Now let's see what... Um, Neptune is at 18. Let's see if it's doing anything to... No. The good thing about Joe Biden is Joe is a Scorpio. One, two, three, four planets in Scorpio. Three of them in the house of hidden things. Meaning, uh, being a Scorpio, they can keep secrets anyway. They do lots of deep thinking and planning before uh, making announcements or taking any action. And... In this eclipse chart, Venus, which is at 28 Scorpio, is exactly conjunct Mr. Biden's Venus. This is good news for Joe Biden. Things uh, Now, what does this rule? Let me get it. It indicates that he starts new activities of a service nature, and it indicates that the way he will do his job is being, he's not inaugurated yet, but the way he does his job um, is starting to come his daily duties and assigning his, quote, employees, which happen to be, um, you know, cabinet members, will continue and go smoothly. So that's what we have for the nation. Um, let's go back into the eclipse chart itself and see how it may aspect each person. Since the eclipse is in Sagittarius, it is opposite Gemini. So Gemini might be have an exciting day dealing with a lot of different people. Scorpio is relatively neutral. Except for the pandemic planets for the eclipse, Capricorn is neutral. Now the two other signs that might be prepared for impulsive, unexpected activity would be Virgo and Pisces. Then we come to our fire signs of Aries and Leo, which should have a good day with the eclipse. And the other two fire, uh, excuse me, air signs other than Gemini 
are uh, Libra and Aquarius. And this this eclipse should be an opportunity for them to uh, work with their respective talents of Libra and diplomacy and one-on-one relationships and Aquarius with dealing with friends and groups. Now, Sagittarius is opposite Gemini, and the two signs on either side of Gemini are Taurus and Cancer. So what are we doing? I'm a Cancer. So what are we doing? We are adjusting to unexpected and maybe impulsive activities. Um, I'm a Cancer. That's easy for me because the cardinal signs say, oh, change. Oh, yay, that's good. I'm bored anyway. But uh, Taurus doesn't like to um, change. They go, oh, eek, I don't want change. But this is not big change. It's just a day where the Taurus is interrupted with people coming from out of town or people calling from across the world and kind of uh, asking you to accommodate a Taurus to accommodate something that they really didn't want to accommodate or didn't expect to accommodate. So I think I got it all. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to either call me or send me an email. And if you have any ideas for a future podcast, I would love to hear it. And if you would like to be on the podcast with me, that would be great for any astrological subject at all. And we do it over the phone. We don't even have to get out of our houses. We do it over the phone. So please feel free to contact me, Patty at pattytheastrologer.com. And my name, Patty, is with a Y, P-A-T-T-Y. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. This is really a lot of fun. And I'm glad that the podcast radio show is Uh, at least entertaining and hopefully helpful. Thank you. Bye-bye.